Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 78 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. The podcast where we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we might get a bit ratchet, but we're forever going to break it down. All right, guys, you can hit me again. I was a little late this week, a day late, but sometimes your weekends just don't go as planned. Things got away from me. I thought I had this done, but this was not the episode that I had edited. So it was late. And uh, again, I, I always choose spending quality time with the people I love in real life to uh, over sometimes doing my work. And that's what happened this week. But here we are with an episode on this lovely cold Tuesday morning. Uh, it's a solo episode this week. You just have me. All right. I think it's going to be a fun one. I'm going to do something a little different in this, uh, maybe a story time might come out, but pretty much we're going to do some questions with Booney. Some of the things you've sent in, some of the things I filled in, um, and we're going to go from there. I know it's going to be some laughs based off some of these questions um, and maybe a little bit ratchet. All right, but let's just hop into Booney's pick of the week. How many of you, I wish that I could like raise hands and see people and see your responses in real time but I'm just curious like how many of you have updated to the new iOS if you have an iPhone um that fucking screen time shit is disgusting one of the things (laughs) where it tells you how much time you spend on your phone per day Then it gives you your seven-day average, and it breaks it down by categories. The one thing I will say, and I don't think it's fair, that Apple included the iMessage, like your messages app, into social media because that's not really social media. Like you're texting and conversing. I don't know what category they should put it in, but I don't think it should be under social networking because it makes my social networking like insane. Um, So does Instagram, so I can't blame it all on that. But... I do set the downtime from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. now, and this phone is worthless because it'd be like, whatever. And then I see how much of an addiction I have because I stay fucking being like, ignore, remind me in 15 minutes. (laughs) But I, I really am. I am truly, truly disgusted at how much time I spend on this fucking screen. And I want to say I'm going to work on it, right? But I don't even know how to begin to do that without deleting shit or like getting off of social. I don't know. But I'm just curious if anyone else is truly disgusted uh, with their own habits as well. I pray it's just not me. I actually did a bet with Bay about like who in like a seven day average, like which one of us would have the least amount of time. And of course I lost. Right. So not fair, but, um, I have to take him on a nice steak dinner now, but all because of this fucking app. So I'm curious if you do it and you feel comfortable screenshotting your, your thing and putting it in your Insta story and tagging me to it. I, or you can just DM it if you, you don't want to share it. But I would be curious to see what other people's numbers look like out there too. All right. Let's hop into this housekeeping. Uh, the merch sale is over. So if you did not grab anything, you missed it. Uh, we closed that down on Sunday. But merch is still there. And if you are one of the lucky people who got a ticket to the Booney Breakdown Live Responsible and Ratchet Edition... I'm debuting some new merch there. So uh, if you aren't going to the show, 
I will be rolling it out after the show and it'll be available on the website on November 5th. Okay. November 5th. So be on the lookout for a new merch. And also speaking of the live show, we sold out. Then I took a wait list. I got about seven people on the wait list. It's not no long wait list. Like I ain't that popping yet. Right. <laughs> but with seven people on the wait list. So I dropped some more tickets. Like, all right, I got some space. Why not? They want to give me money. I'm going to take their money. So I just kept it open right now um, to my actual, the fire marshal capacity of the space and the setup that I have. So I believe when I last looked, there were four tickets um, that I added. And these are the final four. And uh, if you want to get those tickets, head on over to thebooniebreakdown.com backslash live. We're going to have a good time. Uh, have my sponsors. Thank you to New Liberty Distillery for sponsoring your first beverage, courtesy of them on me. Also, we have One Condoms. We have Uber Lube. We have Aunt Boozy's Boozy's Treats. That banging Hennessy popcorn from last time was popping. Uh, we have cookies from Robbie's Happy Place. And I have some magic wands. Y'all know that's one of my favorite, favorite um I can't even say battery operated friend, right? But one of my favorite friends that get you through those hard times. <laughs> so I have a few of those that I'll be giving out at the live show too. So I can't wait to see you guys next Friday. I can't believe it's almost here. Also feedback from last week's episode, guys. Oh, I love some of the stuff that you sent in with the episode with Chrissy and Sheikah. And we took inventory of our 2018 using some prompts from the guys over at the hung hung up podcast and one person really just shared how they are looking forward to after our transparency it inspired them to go back to therapy and they even shared with me that they um had recently had a miscarriage and they had just kind of really related to what Shika was saying about, you know, she just sunk to this place and not really letting other people in and letting them know what was happening with her. And so I love, it was a lot of um, similar statements with people expressing that same kind of thing where they're going to get back to the basics, get back to them, um, kind of healing some of the trauma. Like I spoke about that, you know, we just kind of work through and push on and, and we never really deal with what happened to us um so i i appreciate all of you who sent in something that was was very transparent to me and i'm glad that we were able to inspire a few of you and that many of you really really appreciated the conversation so thanks for sending that in i always love to hear that from you guys so final housekeeping notes you know just be sure to follow us all over social media you can find us the Boonie Breakdown on Facebook and Instagram and just Boonie Breakdown on Twitter. Uh, you know, you to do those reviews over on Facebook. And if you listen in the purple app, the Apple podcast app on your iPad, iPhones, whatever, you can leave a review there, too. They're really great to read or just hit those five stars if that's all you want to do greatly appreciate it keep sharing us in your insta stories tag us use the hashtag the boonie breakdown when sharing and the hashtag pod in p-o-d-i-n so that's it for me guys let's get ready to break it down All right, 
right, guys. So let's get into this episode. I have been sitting on my inbox with so many questions from you guys. Some I'm just never going to answer. Some that I don't even believe that they are real. <laughs> However, I thought we could play a questions episode. Um, there are some new listeners who might have hopped in. I haven't done that many solo episodes in this season. So they still might not know who Boonie really is. So with that being said, I'm going to mix up some of the questions that you guys sent in, some questions that I added in myself, some of those basic fucking questions that you ask when you're getting to know someone when you're dating them or whatever. And we're going to have an episode of questions with Booney. All right. First one. Let's go. Uh, favorite color. My favorite color is blue. Someone just you many of you might assume that it is red because of my sorority, but it is not. My favorite color is blue. My second favorite color is orange uh this one this one someone sent in after last week's episode question two how different was your life uh a year ago and I'm like shit I had to actually think about it and my life was um I'm not gonna say like it, it wasn't these huge life shifts where you know you have a different job different city whatever but one big thing was my hair is different. I'm growing it back out. So my hair is not short anymore. Um, another thing, I had someone move out of my house that was living with me. So that's different from last year. I'm dating this year, which was different than last year. Because last year I was just fucking somebody. I wasn't really dating nobody. <laughs> um, the podcast is growing. I hadn't done any live shows. I don't even know if I had done any events last year with the brand. So yeah, a lot of things are different when you have to sit down. And I think the episode last week we've taken inventory in episode 77. Um, it really made me look at how much can kind of change in a year, which is great. All right, third question, my favorite city. Uh, I think I've said this numerous times on here. My favorite city uh, is Rome. Very close would be Cape Town, South Africa. Um, Number four, what skill would you like to master? Um, I would like to be fluent in another language, probably Spanish. Yeah, I can do that. Question number five. If you had unlimited funds, Boonie, to build a house that you had to live in for the rest of your life, what would the house be? Um, Nothing too big because I wouldn't want to clean it. Probably one level if I had to live in it my entire life. So I didn't have to go up steps when I got old. Uh, or at least at most a split level, very limited amount of steps. It would have a driveway. It would have a big backyard. It would have a deck. Um, I would like to spend the money in the bathroom, a master bathroom suite to have heated floors, heated towel racks, heated toilet seat covers, um, have a separate shower from the tub, a huge shower that could maybe hold like four people, even though I don't think I would ever have four people in it, but to have those, the hoses from all different types of directions and the, the overhead shower. Um, also, well, it's one floor, but if it was a split level to have the laundry room where the bedrooms are, where your clothes most likely are. And yeah, I think that would be it. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, favorite number, what's this number six? Favorite country? Italy. <laughs> Easy. Uh, hands down. What, number seven, what takes up too much of your time? Commuting to and from work. I live in Baltimore. I commute to D.C. every day. And I take the train. And even though it is, for the most part, stress-free because I can sleep and nap, it still just takes about three hours out of my day um, round trip. So, yes. Question number eight, my favorite Sex in the City character, Miranda. I am her. And if I had to pick my favorite for the guys, uh, people might be shocked, but Trey McDougal, Charlotte's first husband. <laughs> I love Trey. Uh, just he, I mean, he couldn't get it up, so that kind of sucked. Well, he did eventually get it up and could get his dick hard, but he just has some really funny one-liners. Like, Charlotte, I'm juicy now. Like, I just really like Trey. Um, What is this, number nine? When was the last time you climbed a tree? Never in my life. <laughs> Number 10, my favorite movie, Trading Places with Eddie Murphy is my like my all-time favorite movie ever. Like if you watch it with me, I'm reciting the lines. It's a whole it's a whole thing and it's my favorite movie. Yes, I love it. Okay, question 11. What would be your ideal way to spend the weekend? The ideal weekend would be laid up on the couch, watching TV, chilling with boo, having sex, eating, drinking, and having a good time. Sounds like the perfect weekend, right? Number 12, what is something that a ton of people are obsessed with, but you just don't get the point of? Um, Some people might judge me on this one. Harry Potter. I don't get it. <laughs> I've never seen the movies. I've never read the books. I think I read like a chapter of one book like 20 years ago when I used to babysit, but yeah, and I had to read the book to the kids. It wasn't me reading, so let me clarify that. But that's literally the extent of Harry Potter for me. Um, but shout out to JK for making all that shit ton of money, right? 13. What would you rate 10 out of 10? um Hamilton it is very few things on this earth that have lived up to the immense amount of hype around it but Hamilton fucking did and uh yeah 10 out of 10 all across the board um it's coming I think it's coming to Baltimore next year I'm gonna try to get tickets to see it again because it was that fucking phenomenal yeah Hamilton for sure 14 were you close with your family growing up I had no choice I had a very small family um I still have a small family so yeah 15 how do you define family now? I've listened to an episode recently about you losing the matriarch of your family. So I'm just curious that after her death, did your definition of family change? Hmm. So that was a really insightful question. And you've obviously really listened to the podcast. Um, I, you know, I, I actually had not thought much about this, but I will say that because I am, I'm not going to say if her death necessarily changed this, but I knew um, very young that you didn't need a blood connection to be family. And I learned that because 
Um, when you guys hear me say, like, I took care of my grandfather, I do errands to my grandfather. That man actually isn't my biological grandfather, but he is Pop Pop. And that is the man that I grew up with. Um, him and my grandmother got married in their second marriage um, the year before I was born. And so he's been here my entire life and he we don't share an ounce of the same blood, but that's my family. And so I've learned that at an early age that you just did not need blood to be family. And so I do have a group of my friends who I consider family because I don't have cousins. Um, I'm the oldest child. And so a few of my friends, like, yeah, they're my best friends, but they're, they're family. And it wouldn't be a thought if they called me in times of trouble, like what you need. And if I can figure out a way to get it or if I have it, then they got it. And so, yeah, I think, I don't know, like I said, I don't think her death changed my definition of how I describe family, but definitely I, I, I've always had a broader perspective of what family can be. And, um, yeah, you don't have to be blood to be my family because I'm definitely closer to people who aren't family than who are. Great question, though. Thanks for sending that one in. 16, what's a relationship deal breaker for you, a smoker? I can't do it. Your fucking breath stinks. Your teeth are yellow. Yeah, so that's one, like a superficial thing and uh, a huge thing if you're abusive verbally, physically, Booney don't have time for that shit. She'll get the fuck on. Um, 17, if you only had one sense, hearing, touch, sight, etc., which would you want? Well, this one is tough. And for me, it, it, it it's definitely between... <sighs> Let me say this. I can... This is tough. <laughs> I thought I was going to be able to easily knock one out but I don't um I don't I don't know this one is hard because I would think a sense of touch would be the easiest to get rid of but my love language is like quality time and physical touch so I like to do Um, I guess I can knock smell out of here like if I didn't smell things that's fine um but to hear then you can't do music um if if sight is gone then you can't see so it's between those three hearing touch or sight hearing touch or sight um i guess if i could only have one sense i would do sight yeah sight okay question 18 if you want a million dollars what would you do with the money uh immediately pay off every creditor that i owe money to uh take that debt balance down to zero uh from there i would definitely go on a bomb vacation and then i would probably figure out some way to invest the remainder if you could go back to history Oh, sorry. If you go back to any time in history, where would you go? Question 19. I believe that I would go back to the Harlem Renaissance era. That just seems like a really cool period in black history. 
that would be fun to uh, partake in, to witness it firsthand. Um, I know they called it the new Negro moment. New ne- I can't talk. The new Negro movement um, and with the great migration. So I think it would just be really cool to be in New York during that time frame of the Harlem Renaissance. And one of my favorite poets is Langston Hughes and, you know, to, to meet him and just, you know, Gladys Bentley, so many people that I've read about before and just the way the women dressed and the fur coats and the, I just think it would be fucking fabulous to, um, yeah, to go to the, to back to the Harlem Renaissance. So next question, 20, what are you addicted to? Well, if you listened to the beginning of this episode and heard the uh, pick of the week, I'm clearly addicted to my phone and social media. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Question 21. What are three of the most significant numbers in your life? So I'm going to say two, six and 26 and only two and six because they make up 26. 26 is my number, guys. So I uh, was born at 126 a.m. So there we got 26. My mom was born June 26. My grandmother was born April 26. My great great aunt Rosalie was born May 26. When you add up my birthday 1214, it adds up to 26. When you add up my uh, dad's birthday 818, adds up to, you guessed it, 26. <laughs> so 26 is uh my number. I actually have it tattooed on my inner left wrist. Um and sometimes I see that number in in crazy places. Um it, it was like a few people who have passed in my family. The the hospital room that they were in was 26 when they died. Um so yeah, it's just a, a reoccurring number that just it has followed me um so yeah 26 that is it 20 question 22 which of your scars has the best story behind it (laughs) um i'm gonna go with physical scars because some of the emotional scars they might have cool stories but we ain't gonna be here we don't have that much time in this podcast episode but uh physical scars well i actually do have identical scars one on my knee and one on my hand but uh, the most interesting probably is the star on uh, the star, the scar on my tummy from my emergency appendectomy that I had to almost two years to the day. Um, yeah, you know, one day you're in Europe globe trotting with your friends and you come back from vacation and you're in the emergency room, having emergency surgery, getting a whole bunch of shit taken out your stomach and then you're hospital for six days. So, yeah, I think that's the <laughs> the best story. Uh, question 23. What's the title of the current chapter in my life right now? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to borrow something, a saying from my grandmother that I just hear her saying in my mind and her voice so many times. And so the current title of the chapter of my life is Am It and Do It. Um, 24, if you could make a 20 second phone call to yourself at any point in your life, present or future, 
when would you call and what would you say this is a good one um because i'm not a type to the future scares me because like what if i send a message and it's like girl what the fuck this mean (laughs) so i'm definitely gonna go in the past um Mm. I'm definitely going to call maybe to my 16-year-old self because I was 16 and I was applying to colleges. And I think I would have approached that situation with more sincerity. And also I would tell myself in 20 seconds, I'm going to start a stopwatch because I want to, I want to make sure that I do it in 20 seconds. So starting now, girl, don't worry about the future. Just pick a school that you won't get any student loans. The world is going to change so much and just be so open to trying new things. And yes, take the wisdom of those people in your life who love you, but don't treat it like the gospel and live your life on your own fucking terms. 20 seconds. Question 25. What are some of your personal rules that you never break? And this is one that I will preach to you like it is fucking gospel from God that he put it on the tablet to Moses for us to follow. Don't you fucking friend people you work with on fucking social media. I don't know why you people think that the people that you work with are your friends. They are not. I have met some incredible people in the workplace. I really have. Uh, Kim, who was on a past episode uh, from Pitch Posh Perfect, uh, that's like episode 72, I believe. She and I met at work and we're best friends to this day. Um, but don't be going around and friending your whole fucking office. What if you want to play hooky one day? You don't feel like going to work. You just need a mental health day. So you you call in, you use some some hours of leave. Next thing you know, they're saying, oh, I saw Boonie. She was hanging at the mall and shopping and shit. She not sick. I don't, I don't believe that. And I feel like it blurs the lines between our colleagues and friends. And I just don't, I don't trust people in the workplace. I don't trust people that I work with. Um, until after I leave, I usually pick up one friend per ex job. <laughs> and uh, yeah, stop friending those motherfuckers. They keep tabs of shit. Then they want to come to work. Oh, I saw you did this, this, this. Whoa, we are not friends. Like, I don't, and I don't care about a lot of what the people I work with do. So they definitely meet the representative, not the real person. Um. And yeah, that is one rule that I will never, ever, ever, ever break. Don't friend those people on social media. Booney told y'all, okay? Number 26, lucky 26. Among your friends or family, what are you famous for? Hmm. Oh, two things. One, ch- bomb-ass chili. I can make some good-ass chili. It's be good as fuck, Okay. And I even make it for my friends who don't eat meat. Like I will use their little meatless soy byproducts <laughs> and the chili still be bomb as fuck. So definitely chili and definitely a good laugh. Like I am that person where I feel like a lot of my friends will call up just to be like, bitch, <laughs> listen to this shit. And I'm going to either give them the real or I'm going to make them see the bright side and laugh about it. So 
Yeah, those two things. Uh, 27. How often would you like to have sex every fucking day? Question 28. Do you prefer sex at night, in the morning, mid-afternoon, or now? Um, honestly, I prefer a good morning romp. It is nothing that clears my mind better. And especially Sunday mornings, you laid up, you don't got really shit to do. It's like, it's like the, the, the high point of the weekend, right? Saturdays are great. Fridays are cool, but you really only have Friday night. Saturdays, sometimes you might be really busy running errands. You got a meeting, take the kids to fucking softball and shit, whatever the fuck they do. But Sunday morning is just so peaceful. It's so calm. And then to have a dick up in your guts, oh, God. That is literally my favorite time of the entire week to have sex is Sunday morning. I don't need, and especially with morning sex, I don't need you to brush your teeth. I will take the funk. But your brush shouldn't be that funky because if you brush your teeth the night before, then, yeah, whatever. Scrape your tongue, too, at night. But, yeah, definitely that morning sex feel the weight of the nigga on you you ain't even really like straightened your back or popped your hip out yet yeah 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 okay question 29 if you had to pick would you be a dominatrix or submissive oh have you do you know who i am um definitely gonna be a dominatrix that would be fun totally because I like to be in control in some of those situations. So that would be really, really fun. Uh, question 30. What's the dirtiest text you've ever sent or received? Oh, Jesus. Um, uh, I'm going to come back to that one. I will come back. Question 31. What do you think an orgy would be like? I like. I think an orgy would be like a lot of work, a lot of temptation, a lot of distraction, could be a lot of fun, a lot of ratchet, but I also think the stench of the room, ugh, a lot of balls and pussies and body heat and sweat and saliva like I just feel like it would be like the nastiest stickiest thickest air room you could find in an orgy yeah gross um but if that's your thing I'm not saying gross to the act I'm saying gross to like how I envisioning the room would smell like if I left out the orgy and I went to the bathroom to go pee and grab a glass of water and I came back into the room like I feel like it would just like smack you in the face with a like a sack of nickels or something like I just feel like it would just be thick and disgusting uh question 32 oh oh, that's funny uh question 32 how would you respond if a couple approached you to be their third this has actually happened to me I've been approached to be a third for a couple I think if it were the right couple I would say yes but the shit is fucking flattering like you want me to come fuck your nigga in front of you oh my god (laughs) like that is just such a compliment like or I could see how someone could take it the wrong way if the wife is picking and it's like, oh, let me get that fat bitch 
so she won't show me up and I'm skinny and next to her like I'll look better or something but I will suck your husband's dick better than you in front of you sorry not sorry (laughs) question number 33 have you ever pushed the boundaries of fidelity to the brink and then retreated just for the rush that was a bomb ass question. And the person who submitted all of these nasty questions, I'm giving you a hand clap. The ratchet in me on is the motherfucking ratchet in you because these questions were bomb as fuck. So thank you uh, so much for sending them in. So have I ever pushed the boundaries of fidelity to the brink and then retreated just for the rush? I have. Um, I was in a situation where I, I should have broken up with the person, but instead I was like, you know what? I'm going to show that motherfucker. He think he, he don't want this no more. Watch, watch. And so to make myself feel better, to know that I was wanted, I allowed someone else to trigger my insecurities and which caused me to go then push the boundaries of the fidelity of our relationship. And um, I hit up my old faithful and was up there and I was like, oh, bitch, you're not going to do this. I was about to chicken out. And so I sit on the couch like furthest away from um, him and he's like, yo, come here. And I'm like, no, I'm comfortable here (laughs) because I knew as soon as I went over there, it was going to be on and fucking popping. And I really didn't want to fuck him because I don't like I don't want to be considered a cheat. Um, it's just not something that I do. And so, um, he, he got me cause at the time he had had like a surgery done and he couldn't maneuver as well. And he's like, Oh, can you hand me that remote or whatever? So as I got up, um, to get it and walk by, he just like grabbed me. And next thing I know, I'm straddling him on the couch. The skirt is up around the waist, the, top is off the bra is off and it, it got in yeah that was definitely to the brink but I will say that um I could see how someone could consider that cheating but we didn't have sex um it was just kissing and it got really to the point where if somebody had walked in it definitely would have been like what the fuck are you doing but um yeah that was probably it but I think, you know, it was the rush to, not the rush for the adrenaline rush, but it was the rush to know, like, to make me like, bitch, you still got it. Somebody still wants you. Somebody still want to, in the words of Bossop, smash those cakes to smithereens. Like, and so that is why I did that. And I still look back at that moment with some level of regret because I hate, 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 hate that I allowed someone else to push me to a place Um in my personality that I I am not comfortable with like that's not something that I want to be known for and that's not something I want to do or I would want someone else to do that to me and so I try not to cheat on people and push the brink of fidelity uh but in that instance I absolutely did all right so it's two more questions on this person question 34 um (laughs) oh my god um what kind of porn turns you on so that question it changes it honestly changes sometimes i like big black dicks sometimes i like 
threesomes. Sometimes I like interracial. Sometimes I like girl on girl. Sometimes I like a BBW situation. Sometimes I like amateur. Uh, sometimes I like POV videos. Sometimes I, yeah. So I could keep going. It, I mean, yeah, just whatever is fascinating and good. But I will say what is frustrating about porn searching sometimes, it takes so long to find a porn where you're like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is going to be the one that I'm going to do whatever to. And so um, I feel like I wish there could be some more refined search mechanisms for porn to help you in that selection process because I know you can spend 15 20 30 minutes looking for the right one to set the mood which is kind of funny <laughs> okay question 35 how do you enjoy sex with the lights on or the lights off <laughs> so who gives a fuck about the lights <laughs> that's never been my requirement I actually also like hate when you watch TV or you watch movies and I'm always thinking like, okay, they're making out on the couch and doing some heavy petting. And next thing you know, you know, they're about to go to have sex and then they end up off the couch into the bedroom. And when they get in the bedroom is 9,000 candles lit and it happens to be a thunderstorm outside and the room lights are off. And I'm like, how the fuck y'all still horny after y'all lit all the motherfucking candles? Like who, who lit the candles? Like, I don't care. Like, if the lights are on, I'm fucking. If the lights are off, I'm fucking. Like, I don't care. So, <laughs> that is not a requirement for me to set the mood. Like, I, I really don't care. Like, we can get it popping however, wherever, if, it's in the, if the spirit strikes you. But, yeah, I've never been one of those people where it's like, ooh, turn off the lights. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Unless it's one of them things, like, you know you're about to go to sleep and so you turn off the lights because you're just going to fuck and go right to sleep even though you should pee. But like you're like, I'm just going to lay in it for a little bit and then I'll get up because my legs going to be shaking. It's going to be that good. I'm not going to want to move. I'm not going to want to clean up just yet. So unless it's one of those situations where you're like, yeah, let me hit them lights. But other than that, I don't fucking care. Like leave them on, leave them off, whatever. All right, I have to circle back to question 30, I believe it was, which was, what was the dirtiest text you've ever sent or received? I really don't know because I feel like I could send some really good-ass texts. And so I'm going to say probably, I probably sent a picture of, of something and was like, I want to put this on your face or I want you to put your mouth on this. And so I'm sure it was something like that or I don't know. I just don't keep a catalog of that because it's just like when the spirit strikes me or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to go searching through iMessage and then I'll let you guys know at the live show. <laughs> but right now I really I, I can't think of um, something that would be my dirtiest text. So. Yeah. So I really do. Um, thank you for sending those in. I hope for those of you who were new listeners to the Boonie Breakdown, it allowed you to learn more about me. Um, and <laughs> this actually would have been a good thing to do with some of the standing co-hosts. Um, not Kenny. 
but definitely like a Brian, Chrissy, or Sheikah. Um, this would have been fun to do. Or maybe if I did do it with Kitty, it would definitely be edited with not those last set of questions there where um, that one particular listener took it ratchet, which, but I appreciate it. I thought some of them were thoughtful and things that I had not thought about, right? And so good job as always if you want to send in a listener question or a question for me or you want a question for brian or the other standing co-host feel free to just send those over to the boonie breakdown at gmail.com you can also head over to the boonie and hit the contact us that way you can send it in anonymously and also if you even on your mobile phone you can send in a voicemail if you go to the boonie and if you're on your mobile device you'll see a button on the side that says send voice Voicemail. Once you click that, all you have to do is hit start recording and then it'll send it and you can send it anonymously. and You don't even have to use your email. So that is another option that is available for all of you to get your comments, questions, concerns, whatever it is you want Booney to know. That is how you can get to me. You can also send me a DM on Twitter at Booney Breakdown on Facebook at the Booney Breakdown on Instagram at the Booney Breakdown. So those are all the ways that you can get in touch with me if you would like something or a question of yours to be on a future episode. So again, I hope you enjoyed this episode with me. <laughs> but again, I hadn't done one in such a long time and I thought it was a great time and a great chance for me to introduce myself to the new listeners and just do a refresher for those of you who have been rocking with us since episode one. So this was a fun time. Okay. Uh, I can't wait to see so many of you at the live show on Friday, November 2nd. Remember there are like four tickets in there that I dropped last Friday for the people on the wait list. So if you want those last four tickets, head on over to the bootybreakdown.com backslash live to grab them. All right, and we're going to have so much fucking fun. Can't wait to see you there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, or any app that you listen to your podcast on. Don't forget to leave a review too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make those pretty images for nothing. (laughs) Have a dope-ass week. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you until next time.